This is episode O, Opportunities to Connect with Sarah Elbert. This is A is for Adversity, a podcast about navigating the obstacles in life. Thanks for joining us this season as we talk about how a community can help. I'm Jen. And I'm Rachel. We're here to be a part of your community this year as we learn together. I'm here with Sarah today. Hello, Sarah. How are you? Hello, I'm well. Good. Thank you for joining me. I'm so excited to have you on. Sarah and I met through networking in Daybreak, and I'm excited to talk about her and her story a little bit. Will you introduce yourself to my audience? My name is Sarah Elbert, and I am the owner of Daybreak Treasures Boutique in Daybreak. I also run a group that helps Daybreak businesses networking and gathering multiple times during the month. And I'm also a science teacher. Yeah, all of those things, right? We tend to do a lot of things, especially as business entrepreneurs, as you and I have talked about. That's fantastic that you do all those things and you are a mother and a wife as well. Yes, I'm a mother of five. Wow. Yes. So busy. Tell us about Daybreak Treasures. What's the story there and why did you decide to go that route? Well, Daybreak Treasures, I've lived multiple places where I love little downtown areas and getting to know all of the local little shop owners and then becoming an extended family. So I did that in uh, Folsom and Nevada City and Santa Cruz area. And I just love the creativity and the art and everything that goes along with that. And having an extended family everywhere I go, because I know everywhere where I'm going, I know the people there. And I also feel like I'm giving to something bigger than just myself when I'm helping someone fulfill their dreams or the business by supporting them financially in that way. Yeah, that's so great. I described your business to my husband as kind of just like a year round farmer's market. Like you really just do get the local creations and the artistry and all those types of things that are so rich in a community. So I love that. And I love that you create that space for others. Did you do this in other parts of where you've lived or that's just kind of something that you've been drawn to. And so you decided to start that here. It's something I was drawn to and um, I've owned a couple of businesses in the past. I did web development and um, desktop publishing. So I had service oriented businesses. And then I went into teaching because I had kids and I wanted something that kind of worked with them. And then I felt, I don't know, I feel like if I don't show some of my creativity or be myself, I'm a little pigeonholed. And I had a friend in Folsom that had a little shop where she had lots of local creators come in and offer their wares. And it was one of my favorite places to shop. And then when I came into Daybreak, I just saw the same small hometown feel and I was getting to know all the owners again. And I was just like, I really want to create that for myself. I want to create something and I want it to be with teaching. I feel like I, I help minds and I help people grow up and I, I kind of send them off to the world. But I want to create something that's going to stick around and help people long term. Yeah, that's beautiful. And so as you and I have talked, you've mentioned that you also want your boutique to be a gathering place. Are you looking to have that in Daybreak or South Jordan or just Utah somewhere? Well, it is Daybreak Treasures Boutique, so it should be located someplace in Daybreak to be offering those things. But yes, I want a gathering space. I want to offer like art classes. I want to have networking events. I want to um, just really cater to all those things that people need in in general in order to express themselves and a place for moms to feel comfortable because I'm a mom of five. 
Like, I feel like there's a lot of places where I was isolated when the kids were younger and I wanted to be someplace for adults and children and for all people to be creative. Yeah, that's so wonderful. So I don't know if this is going too off topic, but uh, what's the real estate like in Daybreak? Like, is it hard to find a place to actually build that brick and mortar store? Because I know it's online right now, right? Right. So it's online right now and out of our home. However, I'm looking into yeah costs and like size and costs aren't too bad if we are subletting from someone else. But if you're going for a long term lease, it's um, five years minimum and it's like $10,000 a month minimum. So um, just subleasing a smaller space is like 5,000 a month, but then you're subleasing from the person who has that long-term lease. So mm-hmm. what I'm going to try to do is get into one of the smaller areas first, make sure that's solid. And then I'd love to move into a bigger area or maybe even share a space with an event planner and someone who does daycare so people can shop and have their events all in one space. Yes, that's so great. And that's why networking is so beautiful. So what are what is the importance of connection or finding ways to connect with the community and speaking of networking? Well, I think community is very important if just for everybody. It helps everyone thrive and it makes you not feel so isolated and alone yourself. It gives people friendships and people to rely on and people to understand you and to understand them. Um, again, it's like a, a big loving family if it's done the right way. Yeah. And it's become sort of cliche, but I know people have said too, like, especially because of the pandemic, we've realized now more than ever how important that connection is. And those people around us that we really are built for connection and relationships. Yeah. Emotionally, we need that. Yes. So do you have any tips for connecting or how we can kind of expand our circle? Um, well, for someone that um, isn't in business, I always recommend clubs or any kind of events that are local or in the community, getting involved in the things that you love, the creative things that you do, finding other people that do that same thing. For businesses, again, I just feel like when I'm contributing to a local small business, I'm impacting a family directly. And then just helping those people connect and drawing those people together, have events. Um, I you know, started getting all the businesses together and having a business networking lunch. It supports the local business that we're having lunch at, and it helps all the businesses that are getting together know each other and help each other. Um, Also, book signings, the art festivals, all those things help local creators and and support local. Yeah, so true. It's amazing how we don't even know our neighbors oftentimes. Like we, we see them or we don't see them and we find out all these things over time. And it's like, if we just tap into that earlier, how more rich our connections in our lives can be as we rely on others and benefit from each other. So that's so great. I always love to ask my guests what a favorite inspirational quote or two of theirs is. Did you have one that came to mind? Um, so in the classroom, there's always some certain situations and in your community too, there's people who are dealing with traumatic moments. And in those moments, when I, when I was having to deal with that, like when you have community, everyone steps together and that person who's floundering can be lifted up. But I always thought like that person right now who is having a really hard time, this person that's hurting can hurt other people, which can be scary. But recently I heard something that was even more inspiring to me, which was even through hurt, someone who's been healed can heal another person. 
So even though that person who's hurting will lash out and unintentionally hurt other people, someone whose heel can come in and save somebody from that situation. So that's my quote is that even though people who are hurting hurt others, people who have healed heal others. Wow. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love the beauty of that and just turning it around and how we can pass on what has helped us. That's great. So do you feel like your work and your passion for art spills over into your teaching side or with your students? What does that kind of look like in the classroom? Oh, well, definitely. I teach science, but I become an art integration specialist um, and, and a technology integrated specialist. I have a minor in computer science and I just, I've always loved creativity. The reason I chose, I'm good at a lot of subjects. So, um, you know, math and art and all those, but the reason I chose science is because I felt like I could bring the most hands-on interesting stuff into a science class. But I find when I take kids' passions with their own creativity and I teach the science through that, that science just comes alive for them. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. What a great person to have as a teacher, I'm sure, with all your resources and your passion for creativity and art. So that's wonderful. Uh, I'm curious too now, what do you feel like is your creative outlet? Do you do a certain type of art or you just have a passion for the work that others do or how do you feel, feel that need for creativity in your life? Oh, that's funny that you asked that because I just love so many things. The One of the reasons I am really, really busy all the time is because I love so many things. So I love to try new things for one. And then I have a lot of things where I start them, but I don't necessarily finish them. So I have, uh, I've painted and I have paintings. I've done sculpture. I've done ceramics. I have half of a fantasy novel written. Um, I love to write articles and blogs on my website for my artists and my authors and my creators. Um, So I like to take a lot of those, I guess, things that I've noticed in other students that are creative outlets for them are also creative outlets for myself. And I try to explore all those things. Yeah, that's really neat. I love that. It sounds like you're you're always going to be a learner, you know, just like you're a teacher, you're also a learner. So that's so great. Uh, I, I too have the same problem. I just am interested in so many different things and trying all the things. There's never enough time, it seems, to just do all the things. So how can people get in touch with you or figure out more about your boutique? Where is a good place to find you? Well, daybreaktreasures.com is my um, e-boutique online but it's not just an e-boutique it's a place where you can find my artists authors and creators and i have a blog that highlights and tells their stories and their origin stories yes perfect yeah that is so great and i I have loved connecting with you and learning more about the boutique and i just love what you're doing for the community so thank you so much is there anything else you wanted to share with my listeners oh i appreciate you as well It's nice to have these kind of business meetings, but then meet other creative people and they become your friends. And I really appreciate the friendship that we're creating here. I do have a um, couple of book signings coming up. So I have one on October 4th for Spencer Dixon, um, who is a local author who wrote My Girlfriend Tried to Eat Me. It's a comedy about, it's a zombie comedy. Um, So I think it's perfect for Halloween in October. And then oh. I have another um, author that is a fantasy writer um, and he does the, um, it's like first person stories from video game standpoints. I forget what the genre is exactly called, but 
but he is the first weekend in November, and both are being held at Biscott's Cafe Daybreak location. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, that, that's so great to point people to events and the things that are happening locally and with the artists so and authors. That's wonderful. Thank you. And thank you for your time. And it's just a pleasure to get to know you and to continue to get to know you. So yes, thank, thank you, you as well. Yes.